What's up, guys? This is episode 71, Real Estate Podcast. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Travis. And I'm here with Adam. This weekend, this week, <laughs> recently, <laughs> we watched <laughs> The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension, 1984. Enough. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, this was my pick, guys. That's right, Griffin picked it. Griffin picked this shit. No, I'm just kidding. I did. Um, uh, I watched it three times. Three? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I could ever watch it again. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I want to point out the probably one of the super cheesy uh, moment in the movie when um they're in the the bar. And oh, all dude. of a sudden, he's a rock star? I mean, dude, he's a brain surgeon. He's a fucking rock star and a fucking, uh, what is it? A, um, what else? A particle physicist. Particle physicist, yeah. Well. And he's a jack of all trades. Master oh, yeah. of all trades. <laughs> he's a jack of all something. He's a jack off. Uh, you wouldn't um, hang out with Buckaroo Banzai? Sure. And his, his fucking crew? Person. His crew. Her, That's why I have job. issues. Uh, really? Ah, man. Whenever that girl, like, shot the gun, and then, like, everyone in the band had a <laughs> gun all of a sudden, just like, ooh. And they, like, <laughs> swarm Buckaroo, run him in the back like he's fucking Kim Jong-un, you know? like. <laughs> well, you know, this is Trump's America. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean. It, it was, you know, it was the 80s. It was He's like everything it, though. Comic book character. Yeah. Everything. I mean, he uh I would definitely hang out with him, you know. I wouldn't want to be a member of his crew. You wouldn't want to roll with his crew? Well, I mean, I'd like to just like you know that black dude and that black kid that show up with a fucking helicopter out of nowhere? Yeah. Like th- that's who I want to be. You want to be of- the street team. Yeah, street team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's they were the street team, right? What do you call them? The blue blazer? Something that, like that. I mean, dude, they're like, is there any blue blazers in this fucking area? And he's a car salesman and he rolls out with a helicopter. No big deal. You know, yeah. just had this laying around, <laughs> just mucking about, you know, well, the fact that he was just breaking the dimensional barrier before, you know, no big deal. Uh, yeah. I mean, he crossed the, to the other side. What's funny? And brought some Cronenberg back with him. <laughs> well, what's funny is the, the, the dimensional, the other dimension is basically a prison. So they're imprisoning people on another dimension, like right next to ours. How fucked up well, is that? Look like they they're locking a fucking microscope. They're locking people in that dimension like we did Zod, right? Yeah. They lock <laughs> them in a little negative zone. Yeah, a little nook. <laughs> Not an e nook, nook, like a regular nook, nook and cranny. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, um, so I mean, let's start it off at the top. You know, they're fucking fueling a car up. They're waiting. Where's Buckaroo? Where's Buckaroo? Where is it? Performing at- brain surgery with fucking Brundlefly. Yeah, <laughs> trying to tell him what to do. Yeah, he's like, he was I'm all calm this. and shit. He's like, "No, nah, you just got to snip it." He's like, Come "The on. first time I did this, when I was while I was blindfolded, 
It's like, all right, dude, we get it. <laughs> they let you know up front this dude's badass. He's Doctor Strange. He is. He. That's what it made right, so me think of. He's Doctor Strange fixed with, uh, mixed with uh, fucking who? Mr. Fantastic, maybe? Would you say Mr. Fantastic? Uh, he's it's you got to admire that he comes from that era of filmmaking <clears throat> where these characters were made and they were just ridiculous and you were just like you know no explanation no they don't need one they give you enough at that crawl at the beginning he was born from a what I chinese man was he yeah oh, is that why he looks he's not asian <laughs> well, his, well his last name's bonza yeah, I just kind of thought that was it. Is his first name Buckaroo? Yeah. His name is Buckaroo. Yeah, dude. It's on his license. <laughs> it's got to be. He dude, signs that it. name on like checks and shit with a straight face. No, he just signs BB. Everybody knows who it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? BB, Buckaroo Bonsai. Like, think of how many times in that movie you heard a villain go, oh my God, it's Buckaroo Bonsai. Yeah. yeah. Or just they like random people. Name. Yeah. So it was his his dad was Asian, his mom was American at fucking he age was nine. Crazy. <laughs> at, at age nine he graduated from high school. At age twelve he graduated with a as a brain surgeon. You know, I mean he just he was badass. Peter Weller. I love Peter Weller. Oh yeah. I don't know if I don't know if I've mentioned this enough on our fucking podcast, but I love fucking Peter. You're about to get on your knees and no, blow him. No. Service Peter Willer. No. But I love him. You know? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think he needs. I love another man. He, ne- <laughs> <laughs> he needs to be in more I'll, stuff. Uh, I always remember him from the movie Labyrinth or Labyrinthian. Or no, no, it's Leviathan. I'm sorry. There's a scene in the movie where he's throwing a bomb into the creature's mouth and he goes. Say ah, motherfucker, and then lays that fucking bomb up like a like a three point shot, and yeah. blows a fucking megalodon out of the water. Have y'all well, seen Buckaroo Bonsai lately? Yeah. <laughs> oh no! L- like Peter yeah. Weller? Yeah. <laughs> he was in Dex. Ah, uh, he was like also. In, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was. He was also- <laughs> Did he look like that in Dexter? He was also Holy in Sons of Anarchy. Shit. Wasn't he? Yeah, he was in Sons of Anarchy. Was he, he wearing a like hat that. or a wig or something? No, he looked like that. He had a Fucking little bit more on top, but it wasn't much. You know, he was the villain in that Star Trek, uh, the one with Khan in it. I believe it. He looks like he a was... fucking villain. <laughs> he looks that. like the neighbor on Three's Company or something. Like, it's going to come think, over. Do you think if they decided to do it right now, a sequel, he would do it? Buckaroo Bonsai sequel? I think they would pick someone younger to play. But he's got to get the crew back together, dude. That's the movie. He's got to get the oh, crew man. back together. They're in like old folks' home. It's like Bubba Hotep meets Buckaroo Bonsai. They do that ending parade where they all are marching around, but it's them and like... Walkers and, and wheelchairs. Yeah, hover-rounds. I'm going to have to say that this is a movie that should not be touched. Leave you it alone. You think so? No. They, they'll would never... You- well, I'll tell you why they won't do it again. Uh, the budget in 19, it came out in 84, so I'm going to say, what, 83, 82? 
yeah. was uh, twelve million dollars. That's a lot of money for that time. Like, yeah, you know how much money it made? I don't. Six point three million. It's a cult classic. It's a cult classic. Keyword there be a classic. <laughs> well, you know that um, Kev Smith. Oh yeah, he was gonna go on to to do some. He was gonna write TV series. Mm-hmm. And I would I would watch it. I mean, dude, it's so far out there. I think I know where David Tennant got his uh, idea for his uh, the way his doctor dresses. Look at that. Oh yeah, he did, didn't he? Let me look at it. Yeah. When I, I looked at that, I was like, "What's fucking David Tennant doing on that Buckley <laughs> Baza? He could play Buckaroo Baza. Yeah, that's what I was supposing to say. <laughs> would you not watch it if he yeah. was? Yeah. A British Buckaroo Banzai? So he's British and Japanese? I mean, theoretically, Doctor Who is Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah, without the fucking box. I was going to say without the band, but he plays guitar now, so. (laughs) (laughs) We all know how you feel about the the doctor playing the guitar. Stupid. (laughs) So, uh, anyway, he's doing the brain surgery, and he he rolls up. Got the sweet car. Deck to the nine, and he's like, he's doing something. You don't really know what it is. His crew's just hanging out, reading the newspaper, you know, just chilling. And he takes off, and they're like, "Oh, you're fixing to break the sound barrier." It's like, "Oh, here he comes at the end," and then he takes a hard left. Which in any other vehicle, if you're going that fast and you make a turn that sharp, what's going to happen? Rough and tumble. Fuck over. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, it wasn't low to the ground per se, you know. So he drives at a like a mountain, and then these lasers come out of the top of the whatever it was, and like shoot into this mountain. And he drives through the mountain and goes into the alternate dimension. And back when the rule for every type of time travel, dimension hopping, it's just go really, really fast. Yeah, right. And then he comes out the other side. And uh And he looks like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's Robocop. Oh my bad. How serious is that? That's like sad Robocop. Yeah. You're telling me there's no more mustard. I love Robo. You know what I mean? Like I love those Robocop. How fucking movies. creepy does that look? <laughs> he looks like he just fucked somebody's day up. Yeah, that's he looks, he looks hot. But it was hot. Oh, you gotta, you gotta know it. Is, you know, I hate wearing normal clothes. Imagine yeah. wearing Can you imagine Robo wearing clothes? a fake ass rubber robo suit? Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> running around. So whenever he comes out, then he's like, "Oh, we're gonna have this sweet press conference." Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> And, uh, like five people show up asking him questions and stuff all while this is happening. There's the Trinity killer is in this like mental hospital and he concocts some kind of machine. Well, he'd been like, they're like, we don't know how you're using so much electricity back here, but he would like shock himself and flashback. Yeah. Or he was like getting himself ready. Now, once yeah. you go into the eighth dimension, you come out, you're like addicted to electricity, right? 
Are you? Ah, uh, the uh, the little ghoul looking motherfuckers that came out of there. They liked it. Like they liked electricity. You know, like they had it in them. Like, right? I didn't. I didn't pay any attention. Well, whenever to that. um John Lithgow, I don't remember Trinity Killer when it, <laughs> Trinity Killer. That's not his name. <laughs> John Lithgow. Yeah. Yeah, but what he's you? That's from Dexter, right? Yeah, I just yeah. remember that. But when he came out of the fucking little hole in the wall, he was like, he was like, he had electricity coming out of his fingers, and yeah, like you, you bring it out with you. There's a lot of static electricity in the dimension, <laughs> like. Well, uh, Buckaroo didn't have any on his car. Maybe that's why his car he did though. Up. He touched his car and it went. Oh and yeah, popped that's his true. finger, dog. I'm telling you. <laughs> I've watched this movie three times, and you're I like, watched yeah. it one time. Like, <laughs> that's like, all you needed. That's all I remember, though. Well, that that's some undivided attention right there. But I think that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, uh, like, there's something with uh, electricity, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, he yeah. was, like, biting down on it, like, shocking the shit. He was like, we don't know how you're using this much electricity. Did you notice who that was? TV. Uh, that was Mike from yeah, it was Dexter. Mike from Breaking, not from Dexter. Breaking Bad. Dexter, he's like Doctor Warfare. Yeah, <laughs> always. Oh, when I see that guy, I always think of uh, the beginning of I think it's Pineapple Express, where they're down in the 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 research lab, and he answers. He, he whenever the you know Bill Hader's character goes fucking ape shit after smoking pot, and he grabs yeah. the phone and he goes illegal. You know. I think that's a different guy. But he thinks about it when he sees him. Oh. It just reminds him of it. <laughs> Takes him to a simpler time. Shit on it, why don't you? I'm not shit on nothing, I swear. Um, I know what you're talking about, Trav. No, we... Uh, after they come out... After he comes out of the dimension, that's when they go to the bar. Oh, They go to yeah. the club... <laughs> They go to the club. Each one of his fucking crown. Well, this was before the press conference. Yes, before the press. Because the girl shoots him because she's at the press conference. Yeah. You so, watched it three times. I know, man. My I watched it one time like two weeks ago. Yeah. I, I, tr- I tried to watch it a long time ago. Like, one time Garrett was like, you never seen Buckaroo Bunza? And I'm like, No. <laughs> But that sounds cool. Buckaroo Banzai? What the fuck is this, you know? Yeah. And I started watching it, and I was like, I just, I I, I can't. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't pay attention, man. Because it's all over the place. It's all over the fuck. It's like one of those anime movies, dude. <laughs> right. All over the place. Well, So they go to the nightclub, and each one of his people plays a different mu- musical instrument. Yeah. And he's like the lead guitar slash singer slash piano player slash he does a what a trumpet solo around yeah. the middle of his guitar trumpet solo. a little handheld trumpet he pulls out yeah. with one hand he was like yeah. I was like this dude he would have been he would have impressed if he could have done the guitar and the trumpet solo at the same time you know he can I mean? he just didn't want to fucking do it like he didn't want to show off too much yeah. And then he's playing. They're jamming, having a good time. And he's like, stop, stop, stop. There's somebody out there not having a good time. Somebody crying? Yeah, somebody crying. I'm like, how can you tell you're on stage? Adam, have you ever been on stage playing a show and heard a motherfucker cry? I don't cry remember like anything. Six, <laughs> right. 
<laughs> you just zone out. <clears throat> nah, he saw a chick, and the chick looked like his old chick. So much yeah. so that he called her by the bitch's name. Like, so what's your pretty penny? <laughs> pretty penny. And so she pulls a gun out of nowhere, fixing to kill herself while he's playing that um, song. And I know all the lyrics to that song. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, no, don't then, just breeze over that. Why? Dude, I don't know. I just do. I've heard it a lot. More than three times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way more than three times. Like, if you put the song on now, I could probably sing sing the whole song all the way through. Did you play a part in this movie? I mean, what what do you guys think? How many times have you seen it? Uh, I mean, four total. I don't know if you're ready yet. No, I'm not ready for it yet. I got to work on it. and watch it a couple more times. Yeah. I need to download the script. And you get 10 <laughs> viewings. <laughs> Is there any movie that you guys have watched that you could be like, I could I could play this whole movie out right now? The whole movie? Yeah. I don't know. I might miss a couple scenes. Well, I mean, you know, for it's forgivable. I've seen Not, The Big Lebowski a lot. You think you could do the whole thing? I've seen it a lot. Could you do a one man show? That would be amazing. On Broadway. <laughs> yeah. Tonight starring, you know, Adam as the dude. As, the dude as the dude, the dude to do what he do. <laughs> Is there any other movies? What about you, Trav? You got a movie? I don't know. I'm over here chewing about it, but I don't know. What about you, Grandpa? Uh let's see. When I was younger, probably uh, um, Happy Gilmore. Oh, I mean, yeah. hell yeah. And then... And we've gone down this road. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Happy right. Gilmore kind of guy. You're either yeah. Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Travis, Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore? We've already had this discussion. I don't remember it, though. <laughs> Recap. I vaguely, I vaguely remember. <clears throat> I think you said Billy Madison. I vaguely remember getting cornered. Yeah. <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> so anyway. I'll be waiting for you, Mister McGavin, in the parking lot. <laughs> you want to go to Sizzler? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> so um. She, you know, she gets put in jail for trying to do whatever the hell she was doing. After Buckaroo plays a half a song and him and his dudes deal, uh, dip out, you know, they go to, uh, they're driving around. They go pick Brundlefly up, and he's wearing a full cowboy outfit. Like. Full. Like. A full, a full like cowboy Like, they're going to put me in a movie. They're going to make a big star out of me cowboy <laughs> outfit, you know? From like head to toe. Gold bloom on the range, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he was from New Jersey, so they called him Jersey. Yeah. Each one of them had a name. One had Reno was one guy's name. Oh, um, yeah. Rawhide. Time Perfect or two hats. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, they each one had a had a little shtick, you know. Anyway, they have to go to the, the police station to pick a girl up. Buckaroo Bonsai doesn't 
doesn't bail her out. He just says, let her out. And the cops do whatever he says to do because it's yeah. Buckaroo Banzai. You know what I mean? Like, I am the law. <laughs> he could give a fuckaroo. Fuckaroo Banzai? I bet Buckaroo Banzai fucks, dude. You th- <laughs> oh, yeah. He found that girl in the crowd, and he went over there to the piano and was like, I'm going to play this one for you. People were throwing panties on the stage. It's like, a, it's like at this point, he's performed brain surgery, dimension breaking, and suicide Everything. prevention in yeah. a very short span of time. Well, they just got to establish how badass he really just is. Just got to let you know what kind of level you're of fucking awesome you're dealing with. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's as crazy as the name. So. After they bail her out, that's when they have the the uh, conference thing. And he's trying to explain that how he crossed into the other dimension, all this crazy shit. Like I said, Trinity Killer escapes from the mental hospital. And he, I mean, he gets out quick smart. And then... Um, Shacks up with, uh, he keeps saying Booty, right? Yeah. John Big Booty. They're all named John. Booty, yeah. Big Bootay. Big Bootay. Uh, got Christopher Lloyd show Christopher up. Christopher Lloyd. I mean, in a small role, but an effective role. I laugh my ass off at the end when, whenever John Lithgow, he's in the captain's seat, and he's like, Boo, Big Booty, do this. And he says, Big Bootay, Big Bootay. And he flips him off. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's, that's a side story. Just, Just the way he was, does it. That was great. So, um, and then there's a spaceship over the Earth. And there's this chick on there <laughs> that's like, hey. The black chick? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, whatever. She's an alien, you know. So, um, the spaceship uh, sends like this little pod thing out. And they roll up, they crash land in wherever the hell they're at. And this the spirit of jazz comes out. I thought the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it looks just like him, right? Surprise, mother liquor. Yeah. Oh. So um, <clears throat> he gets out and he's got to give something to Buckaroo Banzai. Well, while they're having the press conference, um, they say that he's got a, a phone call from the president and he's like the president of what? And they're like, the United States. Yeah. Dude. He's like, Oh, okay. I'll take this. Yeah. So he goes down the hall to a phone booth inside of a, inside yeah. <laughs> of this hotel. Not make right? sense. Yeah. So he goes in it. He's like, Mr. President, Mr. President, you know, you're breaking up. I can't hear you. Aliens shocking, you know, send some electricity through the lines and he comes out, you know, he falls down and all that stuff. He writes down this formula on his palm, and now he can see the alien, like what they really look like. They look weird. They don't look like great. It was um, uh, I'm here to chew gum and kick ass kind of moment. Yeah, yeah. And I'm all out of gum. Yeah. So he starts chasing. Everybody pulls their pistols <laughs> out again, starts chasing these dudes. Yeah. They get away, you know? So the whole premise of the movie is they're trying to steal the, basically the flux capacitor of the Buckaroo Banzai world Mm -hmm. 
to be able to go into the other dimension so they can go back. That's pretty much the plot of the movie from that point forward. And like it's hijinks here, hijinks there. You know, they show up at Buckaroo's compound, you know, that's walled in and he's got a, he's got armed security around it. Um, the, the spirit of jazz shows up with that record thing and it's got that chick and she's like, if you don't stop, you know, Dr. Warfin or whatever his space name was or whatever, Dr. Lazardo. Oh, John Warfin was his space name. Yeah. Dr. Lazardo was the, <laughs> what a name. Uh, he said, if you don't <clears throat> stop him, uh, then, uh, we're going to, Screw some stuff up where it looks like the United States is getting ready to bomb Russia, vice versa. We're going to cause world. We're going to cause the end of the world. Yeah, pretty much. Sure, like, gonna fuck everything up. Yeah, and Buckaroo Bonds, I don't sweat. He didn't. He was like the doctor, man. Yeah, he didn't flinch. He, he was going to fix it. Yeah, he's like, come on, I got. At least they wrote comic books about me. Hey, yeah. Well, they had the newest issue in the spaceship. How <laughs> how did they get it's, the newest it's issue? It's like he's living a comic book, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing, right? Yeah. Like fucking Buckaroo Banzai is known throughout the universe. I mean, that's why Thanos hasn't showed up yet. You know, he's afraid. Just yeah. like the doctor, man. He's like... What's hey, my- I want to point something out. You guys look at that picture there. You got Buckaroo in the middle. You remember his like right hand man, the guy like to the left of him there? Yeah. Perfect Tommy. Is that his is that his name? Yeah. You guys know what he what else he's famous for? I know his face so well. Oh yeah, he's know. been in a ton of movies. Shawshank Redemption, like ton of movies, right? What's he famous for? He is the voice. Of Mr. Krabs on SpongeBob. Oh He's yeah, done that, that guy. Voice for like twenty years. Uh, that's the guy for uh, his name is Rawhide. That's the guy from Highlander, Kurgan. Yeah, right to the left of him, just a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like stage left. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't yeah, that dude. weird? Yeah, he's what good though. Well, he's, a, he's a great actor. Like he's he's a perfect, you know. Oh yeah, he can play anything. He can play a right hand man, good guy, bad guy. Yeah. He was in Thor Ragnarok too. Yeah, yeah. He was uh Mr. Krabs. He's done a lot of voiceover work. He's done a lot of Mr. Krab. He played the Red Hulk Taskmaster. Holy shit. Taskmaster in Avengers Assemble TV series. And quite the career. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, he did a voice on there. Ultimate Spider-Man. Making the rounds, man. Yeah. Get He's good, paid. though. Oh, yeah. I just, when I clicked him, because I was like, he looks so familiar, and I wanted to go look at it, you know, and see all his list of uh, movies. I'm like, Mr. Krabs? Yeah. Fucking way. He's the, uh, yeah. He's the dude from fucking Highlander. Yeah. I've wa- I've watched Highlander, by the way. I like to watch it just to hear the song. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, turn it off when it goes off. Uh, you don't like the movie? No, I like it. 
No, I, was, I liked Highlander back in the day. Dude, I challenge you to a duel. I'm going to cut your fucking head off. And get your powers. Yeah. I'm going to absorb your powers. Because <laughs> there can be only one. You know, that's that's the premise. I'll be right back, guys. Keep going. All right. So, uh, what was your favorite part of the movie? It's got to be that ridiculous moment where he's breaking into the dimension and the animation that they use for the for the dimension world as is, you know. Yeah, right. The budget, like, like I just laughed through the whole thing. I mean, that's the 80s, though. That's perfect, the 80s, you know. I mean, just the overall movie was, it just, it brought probably. me back to watching shit like that as a kid. Yeah. I I probably would have watched it way more if I saw it when I was a kid, you know, because it's just so. Yeah, I mean, I completely missed the wagon on this. Like, even even in the great days of VHS, like, I still never came across it. Yeah. I wish I would have uh, gave it a chance back way back when, because I watched it. Like, the first time I watched it was probably, I don't know, six years ago, five or six years ago seven years ago, somewhere like that, you know, watched it one time and I was, you know, it's, 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 it's out there. I think I appreciate it more now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I can see why this movie probably, you know, it's, it's a cult, you know, a cult classic, as you said. Yeah. Um, I definitely, I definitely miss the nostalgia train, but, this movie has a like it's like it's got a second wind in the uh just the obscure ass movie department. Yeah, right. Um just because some of the things that the character does and becomes known for <clears throat> is just so over the top that our generation that that finds a sense of humor in that. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean I could see people watching it like we did and and just laughing at the production, not really the production value, but just the way the movie plays out as a whole you know yeah <clears throat> he's uh it's crazy because this picture all right so you've got the picture of him right here which is the movie poster right he looks like that that looks like who david Tennant modeled his doctor after right then you've got this picture right here where he's got the bow tie you know what i mean is that <laughs> you know? It's uncanny. Yeah, I mean, it's like both of those doctors back to back modeled their look kind of because he's got like the you know the the suit with the button down here buttoned up. You know, the other picture is like him. Or you it. know, it could be you know because if 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 you look at it, or if you look at Doctor Who's history, uh, there's a lot of times where America tried to. Not well. They tried to. They tried to come up with the same thing. They tried to copy it or Americanize something. You know, right? Yeah. They took either certain characteristics that Doctor Who had, and just the character as a whole, and try to recreate a whole other thing. You know. Yeah. Kind of feels like a product of that in a lot of ways. Like I'm sure the writers probably watched old Who. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. <clears throat> well, the the guy that wrote it, is Earl McRoush. McRoche and he has wrote uh, New York, New York Stranger is Watching The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai 
Wired came out in 89. The ghost of John Belushi looks back at on his troubled life career while Bob Woodward researches Belushi's life prepares to write a book of late comic comic Michael Chiklis played John Belushi I've never seen that that's crazy that's, that's very crazy I mean let's get some let's get some some photos and he has the he kind of has the look going a little bit, you know? I mean, you can tell it's chick, of course, you know? Right. He's got that jawline. Who played, uh... Gary Grooms played Dan Aykroyd. I don't know who that is. But, yeah, he wrote those films. That's it. There's nothing else. It was very in out of Hollywood. Yeah. He wrote four screenplays. First one was in 77. Last one was in 89. I don't know if he passed or what. That's all. That's all there is about him. Let's see what the, uh, let's see what the director, W.D. Rick. All right. So he wrote Big Trouble in Little China. Wait, hold on. He wrote the TV movie Slither. He wrote Paper Nickelodeon. What is that? 1976. It's got Burt Reynolds. What the hell is that movie about? Lawyer than a writer than a film director is the career path of the bashful Leo Harrigan. But Leo has problems as well, such as being hopelessly smitten by leading who chooses to reward his attentions by getting herself hitched to Harrigan's vulgar leading man, Buck Green. I don't know. Um, then he wrote the screenplay for Invasion of the Body Snatchers. He wrote That's Dracula. Badass. Yeah, Dracula, Hard Feelings, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, Needful Things. That's, That's badass. He did Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Home for the Holidays and Stealth. He wrote Stealth. That was the last thing he's written. Ugh, I can see why. Dale. Let's see. Home for the Holidays. I movie. What is that? Directed by Jody Foster. It's got Holly Hunt. Yeah, I've seen it. It's got Holly Hunter and Robert Downey Jr. in it. That came out in 1995. See, he directed Din- Late for Dinner and Bookery Bond. So it late for- it's got two young men evading the police for a crime they didn't commit, cryogenically frozen in the early 1960s. The next thing they know is that they are in a strange new world. Thirty Blast years from later. the past. Yeah, right. Peter Berg, Brian Wimmer, Peter Gallagher's in it. I would probably watch, like if I if I stumbled across it on TV or something, you know. Um, let's see. I think that my favorite 
fa- my favorite part of the movie is I think it's uh John Lithgow's performance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was just all over the place acting. <sighs> I mean, he was putting on he was putting on a role. You know what I mean? I mean, we saw the early we saw oh, the rough was. sketch for uh Dick Solomon. Yeah. Yeah, right. He went there too. He didn't give a fuck. No, it was good though. Every time he would shock the shit out of himself. Had those crazy flashbacks. I can't believe he came up with a device that you put on your wrist, plug it into an outlet, then you stick these fucking things on you and you put something on your tongue and you cut a a giant toggle. Bam! And then it just takes it back. That's crazy, right? It is, like... says, this is the tagline for the movie. The description of it. Tell me you wouldn't watch this if you saw this on Adventure, brain surgeon, rock musician, Buckaroo Banzai, and crime-fighting team, the Hong Kong Cavaliers, must stop evil alien invaders from the 8th dimension who are planning to conquer Earth. I mean, dude, it hits all the check marks for a good time. It really does. I mean, the Hong Kong Cavaliers. <laughs> right. Like, who came up with that name? I wonder if it was, like, they voted on it. <laughs> I mean, look at this picture. Look at Brundlefly. I mean, guns up, dude. Yeah, no big deal. It's funny that it was the Hong Kong Cavaliers. Hong Hong Kong Kong. because they're Asian and know how to fight. Cavaliers because they're American and they'll fucking take action. (laughs) Right? Their spaceship was crazy, too. They were floating. And then they, like... You think that... One of the things, one of the parts of the movie is they're trying to find out about this this company. They're trying to find out, um, um, what was it, Aerodyne or something like that. I can't remember what the name of the company. But there's, um, they're trying to find out more about the company, trying to find out about these aliens and all this stuff going on. So they link to this movie. War of the World, saying that War of the Worlds really happened, and it happened in New Jersey, and that the aliens that landed there formed this company, and like all these people with the first name John, last name whatever, <laughs> applied for social security numbers at the same time. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you don't think that that would send a red flag up to anybody? Because when did the uh, War of the Worlds broadcast? It was in like the 40s, wasn't it? Uh, possibly. So, I mean, even back then, wouldn't you be like, huh, wait a minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait a minute. Right. It, the, it, the, like, here's my thing. Was it considered a family movie or just a comedy or a kid's movie? Uh, hmm. I mean, I would watch it with kids. 
There's nothing really. Yeah, it's not a vulgar film by any means. No. So it's, I mean, I don't know, man. I would just consider it like an action adventure. Like a family action adventure movie, maybe. I guess that's the best way to sum it up. But uh, while we're waiting on uh, Adam, do you want to hit some topics here? You talking to me? He's back. Never mind. That's crazy. You were like, Adam, you want to hit some topics? Were you talking to Travis? Yeah, I said, while we're waiting on Adam, do you want to hit some topics? Sorry. Oh, you're cool. We're just, what was your favorite part of the movie? Um, the credits. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just joking. I don't hate this movie. My favorite part. Hmm. Whole movie. I mean, I kind of like the scene that stands out the most to me would be like at the beginning when he's doing the first run through the mountain. Yeah. It was just cool. Like he was going down that thing. They're like, he's breaking the fucking sound barrier. What? He's taking a left. What's he doing? You know? All right. He knew what he was yeah. doing the whole time. He oh. was like, now what was the point of that? Like why? So you could go well, through stuff. Right. The reason that was the whole thing. The yeah. Well, they, well that's think, what they were trying to figure out, right? How to get through something. Well, I think the way that I. Not how know, to go to another dimension, but how to get through something like. Well, what I think is that they developed the car. This is what this, I'm. I, I'm writing the movie behind the scenes, right? This is, yeah. They developed the car to break the sound barrier. Mm-hmm. He breaks the sound barrier, and not long after that's when he makes the left. So him and his Hong Kong, you know, whatever, the Asian scientist, whatever that he's working with, mounted all this other crap on the car. Because when he shows up, he's got that briefcase, and it's got the thing in it, you know, that has the power... I got a the laser. plot hole for you. Right, what you got? Um, in the flashback, when the dude shocks himself, we see him in a laboratory like, shit, the 50s? Yeah. It's like during like World War II. That's what it looks yeah. like. Uh, yeah. right, you got this German guy, right? German? Russian, yeah. whatever, and a damn, you know. Asian? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a good word to use. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're like... Um, Trying to go through a wall, like yeah, that's the whole true. point. So they they knew like what they were trying to do. It's like it's like you know when you're and you know it was for war. It's like we would like to be able to go through shit. Yeah, right. Walk right through it. A mountain, a fucking. So did Buckaroo? He Buckaroo Bonds. I knew that was going to happen. He cut the fucking laser on. Well, yeah, because I, the doctor, you know, because the Asian doctor from the past is the same Asian doctor. Oh yeah, from the yeah, present. Yeah. So I think that him is that and his Buckaroo, dad? I don't think so. Okay. I think it might be his uncle. I don't know. Something like he's fam. He might be fam. He's like. Yeah. Something. The whole anyway. uh, fam damnly, you know? Yeah. The whole fam damnly. But, so, uh, yeah. Well, I think that him and Buckaroo have been working on it for a while. He's like. But they didn't tell years. anyone. He's like, I'm going to break the sound barrier. Well, I think that his Hong Kong Cavaliers, that's what they're called, by the way. <laughs> Me and Travis <laughs> are don't. Well, that's what Hong we were talking about. Cavaliers? That's what his posse called. Yeah. And uh so they know what's going on. Oh but they're they're at some kind of military research area, right? Area mm-hmm. fifty one, something like that. They don't want to tell the government that they're working on the Hell no. 
So they're going to they're gonna try it out. They got their opportunity, so they do. That's what I think. But you the know? rest of the world thought that he was just going to break the sound barrier or something. Yeah. Drive fast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> Buckaroo Banzai's at it again. Yeah, here we go, you know. But nah, dude, it's that's what happened. Like he 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 fooled him. He got him with the the slick one too. And then whenever that happened, Doctor Lazardo Lazardo was like, yeah. "I want to go back to the other dimension." Right? He Please, wanted to go yeah. there. Like he when he got his head stuck in it, he was like, "All those little hands are slapping at him." <laughs> but yeah, uh, <laughs> that was my favorite part of the. <laughs> I just like that scene. Yeah. Cool. My favorite, I told Travis this, my favorite part of the movie was John Lithgow's performance. Oh. He was on He was level. fucking on point with his damn crazy yeah. fucking. His you know, gibberish? Scientist. Yeah. Oh, he was good, dude. Yeah. Like, he definitely watch- stole the show. If you want to get into who was the best actor in the movie. Yeah. Well, definitely him. He made it. I'm going to be honest with you. He made it watchable. Look, I love RoboCop, but this was not RoboCop. This was fucking RoboCop in a bow tie. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. <clears throat> Doctor Who, Doctor RoboCop Who, or something like. But, it is. uh. I mean, you know. Well, um. Travis, what so- was your favorite part? Uh, it was, um, it had to be when he was breaking the barrier yeah, and how that, and how like he had, he held the convention and he's like, look, I did this shit. Here's what I found out. You know, that was just, that was interesting to me. I want one of those beds that the president had. What bed? You know, the one that was like spinning around, like he could sit up straight in it. Like he had back problems or something. Mm-hmm. I want one of those kind of beds, you know? Yeah. He's laying on his stomach at some point. I mean, the more I think about it, it's really hard to have like a particular moment that I'm like, this is my favorite because the whole movie was just, you know, over the top. Yeah. I like the stuff at the, I like the end stuff too. Like, you know, him, just him and Dr. You know, Lazardo just being all crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like <clears throat> John so, Lithgow is definitely the best actor in the movie. Like, I'm not saying he's bad. I mean, he stole the role. He stole the show, dog. Like, yeah, he did. I'm not going to deny that. I just wish that, like, any time you did, like, you do a good job at at anything, uh, you get to have a Buckaroo Bonsai parade. Oh my god! You're, right. just, you're just marching right along. Kind of want to be Buckaroo Banzai now. Yeah. Buckaroo Donzai. All right. So Buckaroo's got six. He, he's he got six people in the Hong Kong Cavaliers, right? Yeah. You're oh, Buckaroo Banzai. Who's going to be your Hong Kong Cavaliers? Oh my God. Well, I got to have you two. Huh? All right. So you got four more. Oh, man. Do I know four more people? Yeah. Uh, from past. Can it be present? anyone? <clears throat> Uh, Swanson's sure. gonna be one. Sob <laughs> dog. Right. Sob dog. You see what God just did to me, man. Mm-hmm. We got, I, I got. I got you, Travis Swanson. Hmm. How many do I get? Six. Yeah, there's six. Damn, this is hard. 
Yeah. I got to make these last two count. Three. Yeah. I mean, you I got three, three more. Okay. Yeah, you got three more. After I thought about it, I was like, wait, now I got to think of three. This is fucking everything up. <laughs> uh, let's see here. I mean, could it be anyone, like, ever? Yeah. So it doesn't have to be people I know. No. Uh, the Rock. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? Val Kilmer. Oh, the Doors. That that version of Val Kilmer. I want Fat Kilmer. Okay. Because I want like- I want to look better than him. You know. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> nah, I might get the young one. Ninety-three Kilmer. Ninety-one. Iceman. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> the gay Kilmer. The hair out a little bit. <laughs> Gilmer. Uh, I got one more, man. Jack Black, nah. Uh, I mean, you gotta have a little comedy. Yeah. I was trying to think of somebody. Oh, the the dude. Uh, man. Guy, the mountain man from fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah, I gotta have a big dude. Okay. Well, you got the rock. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let me shit. change him out. All right, go. We'll get the Game of Thrones, dude. I said The Rock because I thought it was funny. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Uh, I need a black guy. This is fucking uh, 2018, dude. <laughs> <laughs> my black guy. Like, Kevin Hart? Nah, he's too loud. Uh. <laughs> 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 uh, louder than me. I'm like, dude, calm down. I'm the fucking leader, dude. You're like bossing everybody around like you're in charge. <laughs> Shit, man. What about Bill Cosby? Oh my God! He's your fucking wild. Uh, your ace in the hole. If your it can be card. anyone alive, dead, whatever, I'm going with Richard Pryor as my black guy. Oh shit! His special powers making wise ass comments. Nah, doing blow. <laughs> He's just really good at it. They're like, what does he do? Oh, he could do a pound of coke in like forty five minutes. Like. Watch him. He's, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know? Really, <clears throat> that's a special power. Yeah. He's really good at doing blow. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, fucking Richard Pryor is all I'm saying. Yeah. Richard Pryor fan. But anyway, I mean, you know, I, I don't, I mean, how do you fucking answer that? Griffin, I'm <laughs> curious to hear yours. Well, mine's going to, all right, mine is just going to be like people I know. Okay. It's not going to be celebrity people. I mean, dude, but if it could be anybody you know, well, this I'll is do the people two. you pick. I'll do two. All right, if if hang it too, but all right, we'll do. No, do I'm just two. I don't. We don't need to go back to that. <laughs> no, so, I'm just kidding. All right, so it's <laughs> us three, right? Us three, and we're gonna have uh, Corey White, course, you know, huh. Corey Reed. Um, two Corys, the television yeah. Corys. Yeah, we got. We'll call one white and one so Reed. So me, you, and Travis, both Corys. Is that what you said? Both Corys. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm gonna have Matt Long and Chess fight to the death, and whoever wins gets in. I hope Matt wins. <laughs> so Matt's that's, crazy. That's, he does some crazy shit. Like, yeah. Well, <clears throat> yeah. No, he's the guy they, when you're playing a game and you're trying to fight off the run. You know, like. Creep around behind the witch's back and left for dead. Yeah. He runs over there and taps the bitch on the shoulder. 
you know, like, <laughs> like, like just to fuck with everybody. Yeah. And then he turns around, he's like, run. <laughs> but he just, he, he's run straight into the shit when he plays games. Yeah. He don't straight get into it. And I'm like, dude, you should hang back a little bit and win. Yeah. Right in there. Yeah. dude. He's, yeah. That, that would be my personal, you know, that's a good lineup. <laughs> but my, what would we call the Corys? Uh, you say Corey, they're both like, huh? <laughs> Mr. Mr. Reed and Mr. White. <laughs> no, we'll give Corey Reed a Reed color. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we'll what's, Corey Reed's, what's Corey Reed's middle name? We'll call him by know. his middle name. Oh, he gets fucked? No, nah, no, nah, we won't. Nah, do. you can't call Corey White anything other than Corey. But he does have to change it. Tandy. <laughs> Tandy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my celebrity one would be uh, um the girl who waited. Hmm. The yeah from Doctor Who. Oh. Amelia Pond. Okay. She's gonna be the girl. Okay. And then I'm gonna have um, uh, Dennis Rodman. Is he gonna cry? Of course. You get all I, emotional. Like, are we talking washed up former cokehead Dennis Rodman or like, no, or like in the, 2008? In the prime of doing all that. Like <clears throat> you talking Dennis crazy. Rodman in the damn, oh, the green hair and the fucking purple shirt, Dennis Rodman? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking damn Chicago Bulls, Dennis Rodman. Nah. <clears throat> we went a little nah. crazy. You know? He's a fucking um, nut. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we got him. We got uh, Amy Pond. We got uh, Cy. I'm getting Cy. Oh. You know. Mm-hmm. Get, all right. Then we're gonna get um, Elon Musk. Fucking right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you got your Tony Stark, dog. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I don't know about this mission, but I'm gonna put a fucking Tesla on Mars. <laughs> I'm gonna control Mars with my. Hey, you know, Elon Musk is trying to come out with the fucking greatest internet of all time. And if people stop being assholes, we'll all have good internet. Did he get it from Silicon Valley? Nah, dude. He, <laughs> he, what, he, he's he got a genius idea. He's like, I can't remember the exact numbers, but he's like, I'm going to put 6,000 satellites going around the earth, like, you know, just everywhere. Yeah. And it's just going to beam fucking Wi-Fi down to everybody. And it'll be good Wi-Fi. That is the best idea. <clears throat> yeah. Anybody I think it was right. way more satellites. But here's the thing, dude. Like the FFA and the government shit, like uh the cable com or the internet companies, they're like, No. Yeah, of course. But dude, we're talking Wi Fi and places where you don't even have cell phone service. Yeah. I mean once you have Wi Fi, you have cell phone service, you know? Yeah, you do. So see that's Turn why he's on my team. Calling. Oh yeah, dude. That's That's why he's on my team. Fucking so we got Sai, um, uh, Amy Pond, okay, yeah. D- Dennis Rodman, Elon Musk. Um, let's see. We're going to have uh, yeah. um, let's see. I'm trying to think of somebody else good. It's hard, man. It is what like about the I don't, dude, man. Bring the dude with you. Well, that, that's what I was thinking. But Just bring I'll, the dude. 
if I brought him, I want him to be in that character. Of or, course, man. He's going to play the dude, you know? <laughs> He's going right. to be walking around in a house coat with a fucking, what you call it, uh, a white Russian. Right. No, I got it, okay? <clears throat> I'm going to count two people as one. Cheech and Chong. Oh, my God. Okay? And Quentin Tarantino. I mean, dude. <laughs> That's my fucking... Are you trying to fucking save the world or write a movie? You know? <laughs> Well, you've got a movie uh, about saving the world. No, the Cheech and Chong. Yeah, I mean, you know, they got to be there. You know what I mean? I wanted to write the last Cheech and Chong movie one time. Something happened in my mind. I was like, I won't say what I was doing when I came up with this idea, but you know, <laughs> right? Uh, we were watching something, I was hanging out with people, and I was like, we need it. We deserve another Cheech and Chong movie. Like, yeah, you know, like this. I even had a title, dog. Check this out. Cheech and Chong's Last Tote. Oh, shit. Dog. I would watch it. That's a poster. And you just got them on the front like they're hitting it one last time. Like yeah. they die or something. You know, whatever. Yeah. I fuck with well, Cheech and Chong. I don't really like the movies that they did like when they were like, we're going to branch out, man. And, you know, when they went solo. Yeah. They broke yeah. up like a band. They did. Well, they were pretty much. They got back together. Like they do shit uh, together now. Um, Cheech and Chong, dude. Cheech and Chong is like, you know, Jay and Silent uh, Bob. Well, n- not only that, but they're like, uh, you know, um, the Mighty Boosh. Like, uh, it's a certain kind of, the of humor for damn sure. Yeah, like that whole flight of the Concords. Like they're musicians, but they're stoners, and they like to hang out. Do crazy shit all you know what I mean? You guys like, think there's people out there that don't know who the fuck Cheech and Chong is? Oh, I'm sure. There's gotta be, right? I bet people like five years younger than us have no fucking idea. Oh my god. You know like, what I ever heard of Afro Man? I'm like, Afro Man. Yeah. Cheech and Chong, motherfucker. Text Jackson and ask him if he knows who Cheech and Chong. I bet you a thousand dollars he has no fucking clue. All right, I'm gonna ask him. <laughs> While we're waiting, what's Trav's uh, honk cavalier is going to consist of? Because I'm not fucking around, guys. It's going to be the three of us, Jet Li, Jackie Chan, Tony Jaw, and Bruce Lee. You were fucking ready, dude. Holy, holy like, shit. Like, bringing all the Lees. Like, Travis gonna, got more chance than a Chinese phone book. I mean, fucking, we're going to get it done. Yeah, that's that's a legit line there. Like, just I just want the most ridiculous action sequence. All of them in like their best. They're oh, they, all of them in their their prime, dude. Who do you think would win in a fight? Like, if they between had between who? All of all our of groups. Crabs. <laughs> well, you think Elon Musk couldn't come up with some way to? He's not going to have enough time. Jet Li's going to break his fucking neck, dude. No, dude. <laughs> Jet Li's going to be like, did you ever see any of my movies? You know, does, no. Because everybody be like, I know who. Oh, wow, Jackie Chan. Wow, Bruce Lee. Who's this guy? You know, like, who's this? He was in Lethal Weapon 4. And Jet Li, dude. He's just as badass as the other guys. He's just as small. He's Bruce just- Lee, dude. I was always the Bruce Lee. That, that was my... Yeah. That's my ninja. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, Bruce Lee, man. Jackie Chan's favorite? cool. 
I like some Jackie Chan. I fuck with Rumble in the Bronx. I mean, dude, yeah, Jackie Chan's a hell of a stunt, man. But yeah. I was always, you know, Bruce Lee's a bad motherfucker. What's your favorite Bruce Lee movie? Oh, man. I mean, out of any. Isn't it's a well, I mean, the Game of Death movies are good. Now, the Game of Death, that's 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 the one with all the mirrors, right? You know, the one where he goes into the mirror room with a guy, he's all wasn't that, um, Enter the Dragon, Enter the Dragon, Enter the Fist, something. Enter the Dragon was that where the dude's got the claw hand he throws. That's the one that I've seen the most. That's the one. With him in the iconic of, yellow jumpsuit, yeah, like Fist of Fury. Was no, that good. was uh, oh, that's a different one. What was the name? I of haven't it? seen a Bruce Lee movie in a long time. Hey, that may be something we gotta revisit sometime, guys. We gotta try to dig up our favorite, like Japanese, you know, whatever knees uh, kung fu movies. Yeah, kung fu movies. Uh, if we do, if we do that, yeah. like Griffin's got to watch the story of Ricky. Oh, I'll watch. Oh my god, I forgot about it again. Like <laughs> You remember that film? Adam? Oh my god, dude. That's something that that belongs up there with like Toxic Avenger and shit. Like it's, oh, it's so oh, it's so oh. insane. It it's so gory. <laughs> like it's unnecessarily gory, you know? <clears throat> uh for well, I'll put it this way, there's a scene in the movie where the guy the, the guy gets his uh he gets the tendons in his forearms severed. He ties them back and continues fighting. It's like over the top Tom Fu movie. I would watch. What <laughs> I want to see uh, Bruce Lee win a fucking ping pong match or something. But he could imagine. Imagine where he would be if he was still alive. You know what I mean. Or if he would have lived, you know, into his sixth, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like his best work was still yet to come. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. Oh, End yeah. of the dragon. Perfect. Oh, he went to, he was like, what? Late twenties or early thirties. Yeah. He was 32. I mean, damn dude. Yeah. Like Bruce he still had a fucking lot. lead, he still, man. Still had a lot left in him. Yeah. What about his son though? Wait, wait, what killed Bruce Lee? I don't remember. He got shot, didn't he? Bruce Lee got shot? Yeah. I know his son got shot. Like in a movie? Yeah. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Oh, dude, that's fucked up. They both died in a movie. They got shot. Something ain't right, man. Because I remember, you know, I remember uh, Brandon Lee getting shot by... It was supposed to be a prop gun, but it, yeah. Uh, the scenes in the movie, they left it in the movie. Is that fucked up? Yeah, I know. It was like the only take they got, a good take, because he really got shot, you know? Right. Like, the take is really good. It's like, yeah. Like that scene from that one movie where those people get chopped in half, that fucking helicopter. Yeah. Hollywood's weird. Hollywood. Um, 
Is that what happened? No. I thought he died with like cancer I was or wrong. something. It says, uh, all right, on, it's got it broke down. Oh, shit. But basically saying that Lee complained of a headache. Teen gave him analgesic. Oh, okay. Easy. Keep it PG, Griffin. <laughs> Which contained both aspirin and tranquilizer. Uh, Mepro. I'm at around, around 7.30 p.m. He went to lie down for a nap when Lee did not come for dinner. Producer Raymond Chow came to the apartment but was, a, was unable to wake Lee up. The doctor was summoned and spent 10 minutes attempting to revive Lee before sending him by ambulance to Queen Elizabeth Hospital. You got Michael Jackson, dude. By the time the ambulance reached the hospital, Lee was dead. There was no visible Damn. injury. External injury. However, according to autopsy reports, Lee's brain had swollen considerably. Mm. 1,400 to 1,575 grams. Oh. 13%. The autopsy found, uh, you just, I don't know how to pronounce it. It says that Lee died from an allergic reaction to the tranquilizer, the main ingredient, which a child described as an ingredient commonly used in painkillers. When the doctors announced Lee's de- death officially, it was ruled death by misadventure. What the fuck? Yeah, that's what that's what they ruled it. Um, although there was initial speculation that cannabis found in Lee's stomach may have contributed to death, uh, to whoever this is refuted stating that it would be both irresponsible and irrational to say that cannabis triggered either of either the events, Bruce's collapse or his death. Apparently he, uh, he passed out. Yeah. Hit his head. And it says, uh, Lee collapsed during an automated dialogue replacement session for enter the dragon. Suffering from seizures and headaches. He was immediately rushed to Hong Kong Baptist hospital where doctors diagnosed cerebral edema, edema. How serious. Uh, excess accumulation of fluid in the intra- intracellular and extracellular sp- spaces of the brain. They were able to reduce the swelling through the administration of mannitol, headache, cerebral, cerebral edema, edema, whatever, that occurred in his first collapse were later repeated on the day of his death. I thought he got shot. I was wrong. I'm sorry, Bruce Lee. That was about to fuck my world up. Yeah. They both got shot in the movie, but it's a damn shame. The best fucking crow we ever had. I've seen all the crow movies, fellas. There's like four. Yeah. I've only watched the one. (sighs) Got it on Blu-ray, you know? Yeah. That first one's good. Yeah. He's just a good character. You know, like, is that a comic book? Yeah. Gotta be, right? Yeah. Yeah. I th- We're not getting another one, though. Have you heard that uh, Jason, Jason he Momoa, he backed out? Well, they'll get someone else. Let's cast well, he, the crow. So him, him and the director both did. Yeah, everybody backed out of the project. Oh, it must be real shitty. Some studio's gonna be like, fuck it, we're making it. Yeah, we're gonna put the fucking crow in there. <laughs> we started fucking around with crows. All right, so, all right, who are you going to cast, to, or who are you going to get to direct, and who are you going to cast? Go. Who's going to direct it? 
Yeah. Oh shit, man. That's hard. Yeah. I don't want to go first. Give me more time. Uh, all right, Trav. Who's gonna direct the and the star in the pro? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I say Obscure director nobody knows. It will be. And who would play a good Draven? I mean, it's hard, right? Yeah, dude. Ezra Miller. You know who I think might be a decent crow? I'm a shit if it's my pick. Andrew Garfield. I only say Ezra Miller because he looks slightly like he could be a Lee. I'm not pulling that name anywhere. Who is that? Flash from Justice League. Ah. Yeah. All right. Y'all going to hate mine. Uh Uh-oh. Shit. Fucking Rocket Raccoon. Oh, they had him tap at one point. I just think if he grows his hair out, he could play a crow. Yeah. He backed out. You know who that He's gonna to- play the crow? Yeah. I just think he could pull it off. I think he could too. You know who uh they'll end up getting to be the crow though? Who? The rock. No. <laughs> I Did mean they have standing there with that face paint like all big and shit. The crow's no. gotta be a like a lanky motherfucker, like you know what I mean? Like Johnny Depp? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> oh man, Jack Sparrow Crow. Oh, dude. <laughs> I'd watch. We'd all watch it. He he rolls up and he's like, "Man, for guitar and revenge." <laughs> it's like, holy shit! Who invited this fucking clown? Fruit you know? Loop. <laughs> yeah. Nice um, fucking neckerchief. Would you let Tim Burton direct it? No. He went back to his old style. Uh, old style. Ed- Edward Scissorhands. An you Edward I mean? Scissorhands crow. No, like, you know, that style but that he kinda, had. kind of, that, that weird. Yeah. Or uh, Sleepy Hollow. You know, it's real dark. I think Tim Burton, when he first started making movies, he was like, what's that guy's name, David? Uh, David yeah. Lynch? Yeah. I think that was his best attempt at making like, David Lynch-type material. Yeah. The Crow with a spin. Danny Elfman soundtrack. I'd watch it. Anyway. Nah, J.J. Abrams. Let's fucking rate this Buckaroo Banzai and then tangent off some more. I'll, I'll go, go first. first. Okay. No, no, you go first. Mm-mm. Not it. Not it. <laughs> I'll go. Uh, I'll give it a star. I don't hate the movie. I, I do have it. So, like, it's in the collection. You do? You have I got a, a DVD copy that I got, like. Where the fuck did find that dude it was in it, i didn't pay full price for it <laughs> i'm sure i mean i like ran across it somewhere that was a fucking fine sure would you buy it on blu-ray at my kind of blu-ray prices i bet it looks really good on blu-ray yeah right have you seen it on blu-ray no oh. i want to but uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a damn it's a fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, you know is. what I mean. I don't hate it. Like uh, what's his name's really good in it. John Lithgow. Trinity, the Trinity <laughs> Killer. But he's good yeah. in everything. 
He is. Like, he's a really, really good actor. No matter what it is. I give it a star. All right, what do you got, Trav? So, yeah, this is a kind of movie that you can have in your, you know, you can sit it next to all the weird ones. Like, I feel like over time, it's probably elevated itself from where it was just a typical family slash kid movie that now you can, you can watch it just for something that's just strange, just an odd film in general. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, it doesn't have the nostalgia factor for me because this is the first time I'd ever seen it. So I know I'm missing a lot of what I think a lot of people have like sentimental, uh, you know, feelings toward it. Um, but I mean, nonetheless held my attention. It was, it was just, uh, it was strange. I like the quirkiness that happens in the film and, uh, yeah. So I give it a star. Mm. Stars review. It was a good review, right? Uh, yeah, I am going to give it a star as well. I mean, dude, it's so weird. And so it's not as out there as like naked lunch. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But it's out there enough to where you can appreciate it. You know what I mean? Um, no, but hey, I, it's funny you say that because when he was talking about this, the movie you sit next to the other weird movies, I was like, if I they, had this movie, it would it would be very close to Naked Lunch in the in the lineup. Well, because I do Peter. put those movies in the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, but I put them in I the mean, same kind of. Yeah, it's just, it's the same shelf where you'd put Baron Munchausen. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what? I mean, dude, <laughs> I, I just fuck it with the you. dude running really fast. Yeah, Come they on, fucking man. made a Popeye movie, dude. Like, <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, but yeah, I give it the full star. I mean, dude, if you haven't watched it, it's worth watching at least. You'll take some fun away for sure. You know, uh, may not be your cup of tea, but I enjoyed it. Like I said, I watched it three times just because you know, I just watched. It, you know, that Silicon Valley. Parks and Rec, you know, that's all I've been watching. I mean, even, I mean, you can, even though the character, even though uh, John Lithgow's character is crazy and, you know, they have that typical fate of the world scenario going on, it's still like, it's a, it's a quirky, fun movie. Yeah, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Oh, not in the least, but you no. get that like right. For, you get that with the opening crawl. Yeah, yeah. Hong Kong well, Cavalier, Mr. Big Bootay. I mean, come on, that's like yeah. Just smack me in the face with it, why don't you? Like, <laughs> right. That's why though, because it wasn't trying to be like serious. That's yeah, why it was yeah. okay. I mean, could you imagine this movie if it was like serious, like they were trying to, you know, like. What was yeah. the movie with uh, Val Kilmer? Top Secret? Yeah. Put oh, yeah. Next uh, to that uh, one. yeah. Still got to watch Top Secret. <laughs> shit. Is that our fucking pick? No, nah, I got a pick. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, was there any uh, news, anything that you guys heard, seen, want to talk about? I mean, E3's this week, so. Oh, I mean, that's pretty much what's been going around, uh, around you know? All out fucking 
Well, what do you guys think of? I mean, what do you guys think of Jamie Foxx being cast as Spawn? Yeah, we didn't um, talk about that. Excuse me. Yeah, have you heard about this? Was this? It's not. Hang on, I gotta check my calendar. Nope, it's not April. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about this. I purposely didn't talk about this last week because I wanted to hear Trav's thoughts on. I don't know how um, I feel about that, man. Well, we got to take into considering what we know about Spawn right now or its production. Uh, McFarlane has stated that <clears throat> Spawn's not going to be the like you're not going to. It's not going to be entirely through Spawn's perspective. And so, if you take Jamie Fox, put him in a less is more type scenario, I think there's potential. Well, he was damn good in Django. Um, I mean, He's his movies actor. are hit. His movies, movies are hit and miss, but at the same time, I think. Well, it's all about the material. Well, I know right now. I know a lot of people would think that the go-to would be probably Chadwick Boseman, who was Black Panther, or uh, uh what's his name, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, good picks. But I what mean, about the gunslinger. Well, I mean, well, Idris Elba. I mean. Yeah, I mean, he could pull it off. But, He's not too old. Well, I mean, you want, you know, you need a more, uh, an older, someone who could, who could, who could be a combat veteran, you know? You know who I think um, they should cast? Who? Who you got? Washington. Ooh. He's like, you want to go home? You want to go to jail, Jake? <laughs> Training day meets fucking spawn. Yeah. I get surgical with this bitch. Well, they, they're saying that um, McFarlane's version of Spawn, like Trav said, but they also said that he's not going to be, um, he's not going to have his mask off and he's not going to speak much at all. So Jamie Foxx is going to play Deadpool. <laughs> no, he don't like wear the costume all the time. Yeah, well, I mean, he's going to be in it well, the I mean, whole movie. Spawn, it, it's not a costume, is it? It's like some shit that's on his body, right? Is it a costume? Well, I mean, the I suit. Kind of. I mean, it kind of is, right? Has I like mean, a it's powered. Spirit, it, right? it, you know, it's yeah. powered by necroplasm, which is just because yeah. comics, it's like energy of the dead. Yeah. But um, that's the thing that, that kind of intrigued me the most. It's like, you got Jamie Foxx, who is one of the biggest actors in the world, right? That's going to get Spawn, like, playtime. Yeah. He just helped Spawn. I mean, yeah. I, I see it. Like, I mean, Jamie Foxx, can, he can put asses in seats. Well, not only that, I think that he sees it as a challenge. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Because think about it. If you're going in and you're going to play a masked anti-hero that's not going to take his mask off at all, at the most one time, you know what I mean? And you're not going to speak that much. Like, how can you act? Well, most of the time it's just going to be a suit. Yeah. Well, well, he's known for, you know, he's known for his speech and his, his face. Right. I mean, look at a baby driver. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, look at the performance he made in that. He was a great, he was a great, you know, addition to that. But, I think this is going to be a new challenge for him. Can he be able 
to pull this off without using his face and using his voice, you know? And that's what I'm interested in seeing. Well, he'll pull it off. Oh, yeah, for sure. It is going to be very interesting, though. But what's crazy, it's it's a low-budget yeah. comic book movie financed by Bloomhouse, who does horror movies. Well, Jamie Foxx has got to be a fan. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's no... I mean, that's... That's that's got to be the only way that he's he agreed fan. to do it. Yeah. Well, he heard there was a Spawn movie, and he's like, "Get me get that script. Let me check yeah, it me, out. I won't see that." What about Will Smith? I don't, I don't want him to do that. <laughs> I like, you know, I like Will Smith. Yeah. I don't hate him. I just you know not every. Movie. I mean, I don't I don't necessarily think I don't wish death on Will Smith, but as far as his uh, career is concerned, over. we need to take that thing out back and put it down. So, uh, I thought, I mean, I, either way, I'm in, you know what I mean? I'm just interested to see what, uh, Todd McFarlane does with it since he's writing and directing and he's never directed anything before. And I'm not sure if he's wrote any screenplays before really, you know? So I'm just interested to see what's going on with, it, you know? Um, have you guys watched the Halloween trailer? No. It looks good. Let's get it up here. I'm going to find it. All right. Who directed this? Remember, this is the one that Danny McBride. Uh-uh. Co-wrote. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. But he didn't direct it. No, nah, I don't I don't think he directed it, but he co-wrote it. Halloween 2018. I cannot wait. Okay, we got one that was two days ago. Yeah, that's the one that dropped. Hang on, let me get it on. It's like a little over, it's like almost three minutes. Uh, Yeah. I'm looking for a YouTube link. I don't want Facebook. guys could like i don't know say something the guy that directed it that's what i'm looking at <clears throat> the guy that's directing it his name is david gordon green he directed uh uh pineapple express your highness oh shit the sitter yeah ace bounding down 12 episodes how is this fucking happening vice principles eight episodes they're going to direct a fucking serious-ass movie. Yeah. I've got it pulled up here, and this is the Universal Pictures one, so it's... Dude, Universal? Yeah. It's a real movie, dude. You won't be able to hear it. I'm just going to... I'm going to pull it up on my... Oh. Yeah, Trav's at my house. Why can't he hear it? Because uh, I got my headphone. Like, he's using his phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is going to be uh, interesting. Yeah, right. I hope they get like a, a deal to do more than one, if it's good. I think they will. That's that's where everything's kind of going now, man. Like, all right, it's like, all right, we're going to make a Thor movie. And they're like, let's give it to this guy. 
that directed some of the funniest shit ever. Yeah. And some of the people are like, uh, and it's like, no, dude, trust me. Give it to him. Like, yeah, they got this. They got it. And he did. I think this movie takes place after either the first, first Halloween movie or the first two Halloween. Like it completely, you know, disregards everything after the first or second movie. You know what I mean? So keep that in mind when we watch the trailer. But I'm ready. We're ready on our end. All right. Three, two, one, play. I've waited. I thought that was it. <laughs> I was like, what? We're here to investigate a patient that killed three innocent teenagers. He looks like the B version of Benedict Cumberbatch. He was shot by his own psychiatrist and taken into custody that night. And has spent the last 40 years in captivity. Oh my God. Hello, Michael. Oh my God, this is badass right here. Don't show it to him. I mean, dude. Everyone in my family like turns into this bloom house too. Yeah. I mean, your grandmother is Lori Strode. She was almost murdered. Wasn't it her brother? She murdered all those babysitters. No, it was not her brother. Your brother tried to kill her. He's in jail, though. Do you know that I pray every what night did, why, that he escape? Bell, did you do that for? So I can kill him. Dad, look out! Oh, shit. The Is that crashed. him? Mom, what bus Thanks. crashed? Michael escaped. And he's coming. Excuse me, somebody's in here. Hello? No more. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, right. This is more. Here we go. for this night. He's waited for me. I've waited for him. Get out of the world! Get inside! Should. Can you close the closet door? Oh, shit. <laughs> right. Dude. I mean, how good does that look? You know? Right. Yeah. I'm excited. Like, I want to see that. Yeah. What do you, you think about it, Trash? Yeah, I'll have it. I mean, doesn't it look fucking crazy? They're not going to let you see his face. No, of course not. And that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Fucking right, dude. What did y'all think about the Rob Zombie remake? I liked his movies. I didn't have a problem with them. They're their own thing. They may not necessarily be what 
Halloween purists, you know, enjoy or whatever, but they were still solid movies. Yeah. I like that first. Like I've watched it several times. Um, did we get a, uh, a, the sequel to the devil's rejects trailer? Huh? I, I know they announced the name of the movie, but I didn't know if they released the trailer. I want to say I saw something uh, saying that it's gotten pushed back. That's kind of hit some roadblocks. It's called Three from Hell. It's in pro- post. It's in so post, no. so they're cutting it. You said post production? Yeah. Right, we'll get a trailer soon. Yeah. And it's got the cast. We got some photos here. Look at that face. Look at his hair. Yeah. It's on IMDb. Oh, yeah. They got the couple of pictures from the set on here. It looks, it looks good. Well, I mean, Person yeah. Good. What? <laughs> the one with fucking fat Hardwick, Fardwick in it? No, not not uh, <laughs> House of a Thousand Corps. Uh, just the Devil's Rejects. Oh, it's that one's okay, but not as good as Devil's Rejects. Yeah. It kind of branched out a little more, had a little more money. Yeah. Uh, could pay for it. a little longer, you know, longer dialogue, you know. There was some had, fucking had a budget period. Yeah. <laughs> um Rain Wilson and and Fat Hardwick. Fardwick. Fardwick, yeah. Guess uh guess who joined Quentin Tarantino's new film? I mean, he's a legend, dude. Right of actors. Uh no. John Stamos. No. No. <laughs> He's a legend, dude. Who? The fucking devil. The devil? Yeah. Al Pacino? Yes. No, dude. Yeah, I swear. Yeah. The cast of Quentin Tarantino's highly anticipated Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Hollywood has just added a Hollywood legend with Al Pacino coming aboard to join the cast. Who jazz? I mean, dude. I mean, dude, this cast is killing it. Is this not going to be the best fucking, the best fucking movie ever? It's going to be pretty good. Yeah. We're going to pot about it. Oh, for sure. Maybe you better like it. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> dude, Al Pacino. You said the devil. I'm like, I don't know he ain't talking about Al Pacino. Yeah. Look, don't. And while he's got you hopping around <laughs> like some absentee landlord. When when are we going to watch that movie? You know, I, I definitely want to see it. We got to do that one soon. We talk about it all. Yeah. I mean, dude, Al Pacino playing the devil in that. Yeah. He is Was the fucking devil. Yeah. Um, they're saying that Ewan McGregor will be playing Danny Torrance in the Shining sequel. Ah, so the kid grows up. Yeah, because you know he wrote the book, that book, Doctor Sleep, mm-hmm. and they're adapting that into 
Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, would you rather get a uh a shining sequel or a shining remake? Oh, remake. Would you? Do you think that could you think they could That'll eventually happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think it will happen within the next 5 years. I'm saying it here first, folks. In the I next think 5 that, years. Yeah. But who are you going to get to play Jack? That's the thing. Like, it'll be some new guy. You don't and think that they'll they'll nah. take some older, fucking established, incredible? I know Christoph who I want Waltz. to play. Oh shit, dude! Oh my god! Wait for the I would want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watch anything with him in it. Yeah. You no, think but, uh, what's his name? Uh, Harrison Ford. He's way Old too Harrison old. Ford. Yeah, but dude, he'd be hobbling around like, like he's been doing it for years. I'm talking like somebody in the. I'm talking about somebody like in the their mid fifties. You know what I mean? How about Tim Roth? <laughs> <laughs> Where's my family? I could see Tim Roth. Yeah. yeah. What about Eli Roth? I'm just kidding. Oh God. Um, what was the first one? Um, what was the first? Yeah, you guys just said the first name. What was it? First pick. Um. Uh, Tim Roth. Nah, there's another one. Travis, you said somebody a minute ago, right? There was somebody else. Uh. Like, what if it was him? And it's like, oh, I don't know. Oh, god damn, I've forgot about it. <laughs> Instant replay, <laughs> but uh, a remake. I mean, uh, fucking Christoph Waltz, yeah, damn Griffin. I know where you Dude, at. My, my brain's been scattered, man. Scattered, I'm talking. Yeah, like uh, scattered and smothered hash browns over here. Like that's bad. Christoph Waltz, man. Um, you guys never watched that movie with him in it? Where that weird movie? The one with the uh, dude from Twilight. Yeah, the weird one. Waterfall. No, no, man. <laughs> the uh, who's the guy that oh, made all those oh, crazy? The Terry Gilliam film. Yeah. Yeah. dude. Yeah, that was a that was a crazy movie. You watch it, Griffin. It's fucking a trip, dude. Is it? Is it Barry yeah. Munchausen good? Oh wow! It's, 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 it's Terry Gilliam as fuck, man. And it's got him in it, like playing all the doing all the weird shit. Yeah, I liked it. I'm in. I might pick it soon. It's good. I like Christoph Waltz. I never did watch Water for Elephants. I heard he was great in. It. I, I'm sure he is, but I don't. I don't like Robert. Pat- I don't think I need to sit through that. Yeah, right. It's not my kind. Of, it's not my cup of tea. Um, pass. So we've got uh, Jamie Foxx. Got... <laughs> yeah, right. I'm no. still having a, that. I had a hard time with that. That I'm would saying, be I'm like, even dude. Idris Elba. That's what I'm saying. Like, what? Why can't Black he not family? play? Yes. No, I'm saying like that. I would watch the shit out of Idris oh, Elba and The, the Shining. Elba. Yes. He would do a damn good job. 
Right. We've seen him all busted up and broken down and uh, what you call it? Dark Tower. Yeah. yeah. No, he was. It. Have you watched that show that he has, Luther? Nah. Ain't that the name of it? Yeah. He plays good. a dirty cop or something. Oh, he's like Brian Cranston good too, you know? Yeah. Um, I would watch that. That's what they should do. Saying it here, folks. If they do The Shining, Idris Elba. I mean, shit. Let's ride it. <laughs> Shining with him? Yeah. You're going to have to get uh, our Lord and Savior, Stephen Page King, boy. to. Monkey's fucking another room. What? Dude. Let's just what? make it weird. Real yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, just just imagine the movie opens up, you see the crest, and you just hear, <laughs> you know, <laughs> see little Caesar come running out. Yeah. Like, have a crossover. Apes no kill humans. Yeah, ape no kill ape. Um, apes just fuck. <laughs> we do. <laughs> We've. Uh, we we have some fucking comic book news if y'all want to go out on this. Let's hear it, man. What you got? Uh, so Kevin Feige is waiting on word on X-Men and Fantastic Four property. So it um, says that Disney finalized the offer for 21st Century Fox in an attempt to purchase Fox TV and film property, of course. This has led to a ton of speculation as well as debate in the entertainment industry as well as amongst Marvel fans, Marvel comics. Uh, The very thought of X-Men Fantastic Four properties returning to Marvel to join the cinematic universe is almost too much for fans to take in. Uh, Have you heard that Comcast is trying to come in and and steal it from Disney? Steal what? They're wanting to uh, buy Fox out from under Disney. Comcast. Why? Because they're fucking assholes, I guess. I don't the know. House of Mouse has it's already sold, though. Fucking money, though. Well, you can't buy something that somebody's already got. Well, I mean, is it is it fully sold, though? You know what I mean? Like, is it? Is it? These motherfuckers. So anyway, Comcast is swooping in at the last minute, and they're trying to 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 make an offer, a final offer to acquire Fox TV and movie property. Um, it says here that the upcoming Avengers four will end phase three of the MCU and usher in phase four, which has some, uh, MCU fans hoping that X-Men and fantastic four properties could end up there at some point. Kevin Feige spoke at the produced by conference over the weekend and admitted that he's eager for Marvel studios to get those characters back like everybody else. Feige also said that it would be nice to have the whole library, but he's waiting just like everybody else. This is his quote. I'm just sitting, waiting for a phone call to say yay or nay, but obviously it would be nice to have access to that entire library. So I, when he gets that call, Fantastic Four movie and an, and an X-Men movie are immediately going to go into production, right? Mm-hmm. Like they have the scripts, right? like already written, of course, you know, they're just waiting for that phone call. 
right here it says that all right, um, Fo- Disney Fox deal may be dead as Comcast offers more money in all cash deal. Hot damn. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah. It says that the, the, the summer's meetings with the Disney and Fox shareholders was reportedly set up to take a vote about the proposed $52.4 billion all-share deal. Sources indicate that many in the Fox camp were not satisfied with the all-share deal that Disney had put on the table, leading to questions about a cash deal. Comcast was in early bidding stages late last fall when Disney edged out the competition with their all-share deal that could be set aside at the moment. While the deal seems perfect for Fox, several industries wonder how Comcast would end up in the long run after taking so much taking on so much debt, which would reportedly be at 164 billion after the proposed merger. Uh. An all cash deal. I mean, dude, what's gonna happen? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I best mean, case scenario, better gets the fucking, you know, I mean, prize. <laughs> Best case scenario, they get the rights, buy it out from under Disney. But unlike Fox, they actually cooperate and just allow the characters to exist and just work alongside Disney. That would be the smart, smart play. You know what I mean? But sometimes you have assholes. Yeah. They hold like grudges and shit. They're like, yeah. uh-uh. Don't you just want to fucking stab people? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Contingency 88? That's it, Travis. We're going to write a movie. <laughs> Contingency 88. Shit hits the fan. It's like Fear and Loathing meets The Shining. Oh, my God. God damn, that's a movie. Shit, I <laughs> would watch a, that. That is a movie for That'd Jerry. Be a trip. Who stars in it? Uh, Jeff Bridges and Johnny Depp. I want it to have a kind of have a falling down feel too. Oh, um, Michael Caine. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't know she why. She shows by the she show. That's what. Came. Michael Caine. Yeah. You left your tea kettle on. Don't remember Masha Bruce. He's got a lot of, there's a lot of extra sh in there. <laughs> a lot of extra. Yeah. So it's fucking S's. big old British teeth, man. And I don't blink. I just keep staring. I stare. I stare. <laughs> he was like, he was like, I wanted to be the greatest cockney actor in the world. That's so easy now. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. Greatest cockney actor. And I actor don't blink. And I just keep talking. And I don't blink. And I just keep talking. If you don't do yourself a favor and go to YouTube and Google Michael King like acting class or something like he's trying to teach these, it's like in the seventies. Fucking great. He's all. Oh yeah. Michael King's the shit. Zulu. All right. Well, is uh, anybody got anything else? I got one final thing here, man. What you got? I'm gonna drop it. You guys looking at the Discord? Hold on. All right. I'm ready. Thing. You ready? Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you serious? Dead oh, my serious. God. 
you know who this is. Nah, dude, you should go home and slap the fuck. I'm just not going to talk to him for like a week. <laughs> I mean, he, how would he know? I told you, dude. How old is he? Oh, he's like 19, 20. So, well, that's like. Well, the only when, reason we know was because our our parents grew up like seeing him. Yeah. You know, and then like there were there was a point in time. Nah, they were never part of like. Since I've been alive, no one was ever like Cheech and Chong. They weren't, you know, they weren't like on the front yeah. on the front bench of pop culture. Like it was just kind of that thing that was there. It's crazy though that we all know what it is. You know, because what I mean? of our parents. Yeah. And they were like, you know, in the seventies, they were around to see that shit. So, but we we didn't we got to hand <laughs> it down, amazing. man. For the viewers at home, I might go ahead and throw it up in here. I'm going to do it. Do it. It ain't got his phone number. Oh, no. Fuck it. No. Earlier when said something, you know, he said text Jackson to see if he knows. He's like 19, 20 years old. Here you go. Damn, it's all kinds of fucked up. Here we go. I see him a picture. I mean, dude. When you guys look at that picture, you know who the fuck that is, don't you? Like, yeah, you know who this is? Nah. And then he said, "Why?" Can't see the bottom. Bottom of what? On the on the. It's empty though. Oh, I can see it. Now. I wasn't playing the video. That's why. <laughs> God, there it is. He said. Nah. I feel I'm like upset. Make him watch fucking up and slow. You know what? I made him watch uh what was it? He'd never seen Friday. I made a, a reference one day. You know life is just full of references. Yeah. You know what you're gonna get, you know? That's what my mom yeah. used to say. Yes, I just put a reference in a reference. But uh I made a, you know, I said something. He's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, fucking Friday, man. What? Shit, we about to watch all three of them. Did he like them? Fr- oh, yeah, dude. That was hilarious. Good. That's what he needed. Especially I mean, the first one. Yeah. That's, we that's... watched that one, and then we passed out. But, um, Cheech and Chong, if you're going to make him watch a Cheech and Chong movie, which one? Up and Smoke? Dude, that's hard. That's my go-to for people, though. I'm like, up and smoke. Yeah, up and smoke is good. Um, I like them all, though, dude. Yeah, dude. I my like mama the... used to suck it to me, told me how to live. <laughs> um, who's, which one is the, where he's the, the cousin? He's he, 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 he got long hair. and Red? Yeah. That's the <laughs> Chong's next movie. Yeah, and then what, or... Nice Dreams? Nice Dreams is good. I like Did anybody it. ever watch Born in East L.A.? Uh, hmm. That was Cheech Marin's solo project. He was playing hmm. Cheech, and it, he was he was just solo. You remember at the end, they like split. Chong made a movie. Did you guys ever see the movie with just him? Mm, oh, yeah, so. dude. It's not the same. How you? It's like you got peanut butter, no jam. Cheech and no Chong? What? 
they had an animated movie come out. Yeah, I saw that. It wasn't too long ago. Yeah. But they had that shit they did. Like, uh, Chong did a movie in, like, the early 90s. I think it was called Far Out, man. That's exactly what it was called. <laughs> Far Out, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it came out in 1990. Yeah, there you go. Born in East L.A., came out in 87. Yep. Cheech was definitely the breakaway actor. Yeah, of course. I mean, he went on to do uh, Matina now. Yeah. <laughs> what, was that? what is that? Nash Bridges? What was it? Yeah, he was Nash Miami Bridges. Miami Vice. No, it was Nash Bridges. Okay. Jesus, Nash fucking Bridges. Yeah. That show. Which was like an updated version of Miami Vice. Right? Yeah. It was like, it was Miami Vice in the 90s. Yeah. Got rid of the uh, sports coat with the rolled up sleeves. Yeah. White sports coat. Nash Bridges, man. I pulled that out of my ass. I don't know how I remembered that. I just remember Cheech, Cheech was there. Cheech, but no Chong. Have you ever watched uh, Yellowbeard? Yeah. The one where they do like the, the pirates and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's out there. That one was strange. It's I out like there, it. dude. I like it, though. Uh, no. All right. So we got out of the movies, we've got Up in Smoke, Cheech and Chong's next movie. Nice dreams. Things are tough all over. That was funny. Still smoking. Uh, Cheech and Chong's The Corsian Brothers. That's it. That's, yeah. Uh, Get Out of My Room. That's an album in yeah. short form video. Then you got the animated. Oh, so that Get Out of the- My Room, they act out the scenes on stage, you know? Really? Yeah, something like their stand-up comedy, which is funny. I they never do a comedy that. routine together. They do this one bit where they're like riding in the car. It's really funny. You know, that's where the Dave's Not Here Man came from. Yeah. Dave's Not, not Here Man. man. Open up, man. It's Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. No. <laughs> it's Dave, guy. man. Dave. Yeah. Dave's Not Here Man. That was from their stand up act. Put it in the movie. Make him watch up. It's got to be open smoke. Still smoking is good, too. Yeah, still smoking is good. Open smoke is still smoking. That's my two that I'm like, like I've got them in a DVD pack. I like the things are tough all over. Yeah, that one's good. Where they're driving around that car. Yeah, and the fucking Mr. Sly Man. (laughs) The two guys that's fucking them. Yeah, dude, it's fucking great, right? It's hilarious. Just, Just make them watch them all. Marathon. If I didn't have shit to do, I'd drive over there and watch them with you, you know? Here's what I'm afraid of, though. Because, you know, I think less of him if he doesn't like it. I kind of already do because he fell asleep (laughs) during Django. Fuck you. Like, right when they were, like, walking to Candyland. I was like, dude, about to get good. All right. fell asleep. But, uh. You just, just give them shit. You go, man, you fell asleep on the way to Candyland. Yeah, well, right before they got there. What dude. the fuck? And I bring it up all the time. He's like, let's watch this movie. I was like, why? So you can fall asleep before the fucking good <laughs> shit starts happening? Yeah. What a But uh, open smoke. I'm going to try. You, you know, know what you need to do? You need to fucking watch it and then pull the fucking zoom out. And be like, so what did you think about it? Just do like a quick little titty bit. Oh, yeah, you know? I was, that's what I was thinking in my head just now. I was like, I'm going to ask him. 
Yeah, why What's not? What's over? What did you think? Did you like it? He'll be like, um, uh, not really. But he's uh, a why? juice Nazi. Like he's always like that about everything. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Like I'll come in vaping on some delicious ass juice, dude. The uh, what is that? What's that? Uh, the blue flavor from uh, Air Factory. Oh, the Razzle. Yeah, blue Raz. I come in vaping on that. It, dude, it's delicious. Right? Yeah. Like, if you get it at the right temperature, you're just like, damn, blue, blue. Yeah, good. You're just vaping. And then he's over here like, tastes like like sweaty feet. And then I hit <laughs> it, and I was like, no. Like, I could taste it. Yeah. He always ruins juice for me. He's a buzzkill. Yeah. A juice Nazi. Fuck. I juice Nazi. So yeah, I'm gonna try see what happens. I mean, dude, he's got to at least watch one of them, you know, up and smoke. But once you go, does he know who Bill and Ted are? I don't know, dude. You mean ask? <laughs> yes, please. Oh, please ask. All right, I'm gonna send a picture to say, what about these guys? <laughs> I guarantee you, he doesn't. It's like, Jam- what the oh. fuck are you doing with your... Uh, no, Maybe. we've already had this <laughs> conversation. I was like, you know who J.S. Bob was? Did you make him watch the movie? I don't... He's not... It's not for him, dude. None of that stuff. That's why I'm like, you're different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're how is not? How is it not for you? Like, Yeah. You don't think like, this is funny? Do you not like to laugh? You know, some people don't. Some people don't like to laugh at all. You know, some people does, don't like. Though. Yeah, I mean, you know. That's, I I, I have a feeling that he's not fucking going to know. There's no way he's going to know who fuck Bill and Ted is. He'll be like, that's John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> You think so? That's John Wick. He knows Wick. John Wick. John Wick's good, though. He's always like, John Wick's a great movie. Like, I haven't watched the second one. I mean, I don't know about the first one, but he's just kicking ass fucking left and right. <laughs> That's pretty much... Uh, yeah, he wants his car back. Or his oh, dog, he... something. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. He wanted something back. Where's my family? Did you see? Hey, he could do Taken. Yeah, he could. All right. He could replied. Be giving it back. Well, we- <clears throat> he replied, guys. I'm, I'm going to send it in. I can tell you what he said, but I want to show it. He said, <laughs> looks familiar. <laughs> dude. The? And then he's like, I can still see him typing. He's gonna say John Wick, dude. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> wow, man. Disappointing. Which I mean, I dude, guess that- listen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Listen, man, I, I sent him the picture of Billy Ted, like, standing there with their fist in there, like, party on, dude, you know? Yeah. And I said, how about them? And he said, looks familiar. And I said, John Wick? And he said, that made it less familiar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, damn. I figured he'd be like, yeah, dude, that's John Wick. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand it. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, no wonder. And don't get me wrong. I love them. But no wonder comic book movies are doing so well. Oh, yeah. Because it's short attention span fucking crack. You know what I mean? You go in, you watch the movie. That's it. You don't have to think about it. Bang, bang, boom. Yeah, it's not like watching Buckaroo Bonds. You know what I mean? He would hate this movie. You know know what I mean? (laughs) All right, well, uh, while you bust his balls, what are we watching next week, Adam? It's your pick. Uh, I won't see how you guys think about what were you going to say? Anything you want. Well, I mean, I figured it'd be about time we get along, you know, Get in with this rift in here. And, I mean, we could watch Pacific Rim 2. Shit, I'm down for that. Because it's widely available. I'm down. Works for me. Have you seen it, Travis? No, I have not. I've seen it either. Remember we talked, remember we just like gushed about we couldn't yeah. wait and it's here. And I'm like, what about Pacific I Rim saw, um, <clears throat> I saw the uh, first one. Was uh was a five dollar Blu-ray right now? Oh my god, worth it! I bought mine full price. <laughs> as soon as you left the theater, yeah, I pre-ordered. Pre-ordered it. it. That the first one was such a fun movie. Yeah, it was Idris Elba. He's good. <laughs> dude. That's the first movie that I saw him in that I'm like, okay, that's him. Yeah, you know, I don't remember him in anything else before that. Really, like, yeah, he's nothing. the best motivator ever. Yeah, he just he wants to he needs to be in fucking uh, Avatar. It would make it that much better. Oh yeah, it would be watchable. Can't wait. Uh, but yeah, how y'all feel? I don't want to watch it. I'm down, man. I'm ready for. Let's do it. I've been holding off. And I just pulled it out of my ass earlier. I was like, but give me room. I was, after, for a minute, I was like, I'm going to make these motherfuckers watch Happy Gilmore. Shit, I would watch I that in a fucking We got to watch it sometime. Like, Shooter McGibbon. We got to hit a lot of those 90s comedies that fucking like shape the fucking sense of I humor. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat, you eat pieces. pieces of shit for breakfast. <laughs> no. But all that shit, man, dude. Fuck what anybody says. Ace Ventura. One and two. That's a double double feature week right there. The first one was like pretty funny. You're like, damn, this is pretty funny. And then that second one came out. And it was like, ah, damn, you know? (laughs) Right. Bumblebee Tuna. (laughs) Do you already know what's up when he's riding in the plane with the peanuts all over his arm? Yeah. They need an ashtray. He, I don't does smoke. The, he does the yak. Yeah. <laughs> I shit you not. I did the the yak like two weeks ago. Really? Yeah, I was in the living room and I had this like thing. It's like one of those. Uh, it looks like a pool noodle. 
But it's what they <laughs> like. It was a hot water heater that had them around it, and it was like tied, you know. Yeah, holding in place. But but I had it, and I was fucking with a dog, a big <laughs> dog. It was a big dog. Yeah. And I had it up in its face, like blowing in it. And I went, I looked at Jackson, and I went, this is the uh, the mating call of the whatever yak. And I put my mouth on, and I just kept doing that. And he was looking at me like, I was crazy, dude. I was like, Ace Ventura, get the fuck out of here. Like, you know nothing, Jon Snow. You probably don't even know that. He really doesn't. He didn't even watch that shit. Like, Man. But I did what are the we gonna, What are we going to do with it? Uh, here's dude what's gonna happen like you know another 20 years from now when like those people are making movies yeah it's like blow stuff up like that's yeah you can thank fucking transformers boy for that is like will give us like seizures to watch because they just yeah. like, like you know flash 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 flash, <laughs> flash 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 everything's just all over like dude it's the 30 second commercials Growing up on those. Yeah. I read something about that one time where they said that's what happened to all the, that's why everybody's got a short attention span. It was like the TV. Yeah. I, I I could say that. You know what will end up happening though? Is. End of the world. The, uh, no. The, so the, indie, the indie film will make a big comeback. You know what I mean? Like, you know how they real, like indie films are in a good place right now, but. They're not like it was in the 90s. You know what I mean? Hell no. In about 10 to 20 years, the indie film scene is going to explode good, thought-provoking films. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That It's going gonna, it's gonna to have another renaissance. That's what's going to happen. They're going to be these fucking popcorn, bubblegum fucking yeah. epics every weekend. Like, think about it. We're that was awesome. Fucking- popcorn. Bubblegum epics. Bubblegum epics. Yeah, but think about it. We're getting a fucking six comic book movies a year, oh, which dude. don't get me wrong. I like them. we're getting fucking these huge, big budget fucking just. People epic. can only take so much of it, man. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Jurassic Park, right? I like Jurassic Park. The the last one that came yeah, out, you know, great. I enjoy them. But would I rather see sit through something that's a little bit more thought provoking and a little bit has a little bit more substance to it? Of course. But when's the last time that they've released something like that that's blown up? You know what I mean? That uh, movie where the girl was the thing, the uh, the kaiju. That was um, kind of a, a an indie movie. Oh, they got real um, big. What was it called? Yeah. Colossus. Colossus, I said. It wasn't bad. Watched. Oh, I've I've seen I've seen it. I, I heard Kevin Smith and the dude talk about it and Kevin Smith gushing over it for like damn two hours, so I went and watched it and I was like, Okay, yeah, it's pretty good. Good idea. Yeah. But it's kinda got an indie vibe. Yeah, yeah. We'll see, man. I wish they would do th- there would be more indie approaches to some of the things you see in blockbusters. Like I wish more movies that had a more deconstructed version of say time travel or movies like coherence. Yeah. Like more of those. I feel like that's, what's going to happen. Something where, 
you know, something like with Westworld where it gets really deep. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's going to happen, dude. We're growing up in a world right now where anybody can make a movie. God damn, that's loud. Or anyone can make a movie. Yeah. I mean, got no reason not to. So we're going to get that. People are going to try to. There will be a boom. It always happens. And I can't wait. We're going to get our Kevin Smiths and our our new Quentins. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, no. That man's a national treasure. I vote for, uh, what you call it? Yeah, sounds good to me. Let's fucking do it, man. All right, guys. Been good. All right. Check us out next week. We're watching Pacific Rim 2. What was the name of it? Pacific Uh, Rim? Uprise. Uprise, okay. Sounds promising.